primary ignition. This is Star Wars. Look out! Yes. You may fire when ready. From the bright center of the galaxy, I'm Rex Kondak, and you're listening to Core World News, your Homeland News service providing in-depth coverage of the latest stories from every sector of the galaxy. Now for your new segment rundown for February 2nd, 2023. 99 problems, but a bad batch ain't one. Kyber Crystal Comics Corner. We now go live to the CW Newsroom to join your hosts for all the latest Star Wars news. All right. Thank you very, very much, Grex. That was awesome, uh, as always. Welcome, everyone, to another week of Core World News. We are um, streaming this on a Thursday night, and uh, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you will get it. Uh, It'll post on Sunday night. That's what we're trying to do right here. Um, but it's great to be doing these things. The streams are starting to feel a little more normal to me before not at all. Um, it's just, we're just podcasting here. We're just talking Star Wars and that's, what's important. Exactly. We're just finally transmitting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just a little weird looking at us and I'm like, Oh, here we are. Here we are. It's my t-shirt, my weird lights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome to talk about Star Wars. This was a really fun Star Wars week for me, except for one thing, which was (laughs) not fun. Uh, and that was learning that um, Jedi Survivor, the upcoming uh, respawn single player video game, um, it has been postponed a month. Um, and that was a bummer. And that's really all I got to say about that. But I think that works for you, right, Adam? You got some stuff going on. I, I'm the weird one who's just like, I saw that news and everyone was so upset. And I was just like, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, man, how delayed is it? Like, I was so nervous when it was going to be yeah. delayed like six months or a year. And I went like, I think it's like four or six weeks i went yay because i think got... it's exactly a month it's exactly it... a month yeah, yeah so i heard that and i'm like that's perfect because when it was coming out things have lined up in my life that's going to be a very very busy time for me so april is uh much better so <laughs> good for yeah. me i'm the one person that's happy about that news <laughs> no i'm with you adam i'll always take the extended time for polish on any game and uh, exactly. i'll even yeah. allow polishing after the game comes out yeah. I and mean, if the company really wants to give sort of dedicated support to a game after release like i'm pumped for that and i'm happy for uh any extended time that they need to yeah crucial sort of you know weeks that they need to polish the game totally fine by me love it yeah Yeah. does anyone want a a second of old man adam to see who else remembers being old uh (laughs) pepperidge farm remembers uh grant you can you can just uh take your headphones off for a minute no Um, we do need a star wars old man series so no what i remember (laughs) is like i love the idea of the fact that when you now they could give you a video game and update it through download. Uh, does anyone remember actually like playing on PC and having to get like updates mailed to them? Oh yeah, like uh, no, floppy I remember, discs. I remember using yeah, like, yeah seven discs. install discs. <laughs> yeah, seven install discs. I remember that too. But right. they would occasionally, if there were like big bugs, they it's would like have to Baldur's mail Gate you disc yeah. four insert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> insert disc four of twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Jason's watching now, it's funny. I just had this conversation today about playing video games on just green and black screens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like Hunt, You've Died of Dysentery. Um, yeah. yeah. Oregon Trail, all that sort of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. And there was some, the one of our, the people in the studio was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that was great. I remember uh, playing uh, X-Wing uh, and TIE Fighter for the, like the first version of those in the computer lab at school. And I bought a, uh, a like an actual like joystick that I would just bring with me in my backpack to school during lunch. I'd just sit there and 
house of peanut butter and jelly sandwich and played TIE Fighter. It was great. That sounds like the greatest time ever, man. That was very popular. It sounds like a school. Spielberg movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, rad. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of psyched about it being postponed, too. I'm uh, in the middle of God of War, and I keep getting distracted mm-hmm. with stupid things that aren't God of War. Um, <laughs> and then I kind of wanted to replay um, uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. Yeah on grandmaster and just like get my Oof, like lightsaber combat up because i'm playing god of war on give me god of war um and uh, i'm trying to just like because i love combat games but it's I like they're so much more fun when you're like you have to utilize all of the tools that you've unlocked do you ever get lazy in like the upgrades menu and you're just like like do it i'm like okay i unlocked this like like how much of the like the the actual like skills and abilities in these games do you actually use like in, in do real I life. use like yeah, never. like I I rely right. on like two things because I usually play on like normal and so I I kind of I I I'm never as hardcore as you are but I I've definitely you've 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 shamed me into playing on hard mode in most of my games <laughs> I'm sorry you're welcome like but no exactly but I'm like I it's you know it's 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 I've realized I I have uh, better abilities than than I thought and when you play in those modes I appreciate the fact that you do yeah. have to learn your skill trees and the fact that you have yeah. to actually go and it, it's great in a game like horizon yeah. zero dawn because yeah. you're just like you have to trap and you have to set traps and like do crazy stuff that game confounds yeah. me i i for some reason like i'm playing on normal and that game i find very challenging i still haven't yeah i think there it. is um well that's what it's supposed to be it's, it's supposed to be intimidating in like the first quarter first half almost and then okay. then yeah. you start as you get out into the world you unlock a bunch of uh stuff I'm I'm a big fan of like changing, um, going up. I never go down, but going up challenge and challenging level as I progress yeah. through the game. Yeah, does that make sense? So I usually start at normal, and as I get comfortable, I'm like, all right, now I feel good. Like I did it with like a Ghost of Tsushima, yes. uh, which I I was just like normal, and then it was getting boring, and I'm like, all yeah. right, let's up this a little bit, and then we get boring. Uh, they did again. their combat mechanics so games. well in that game. Because uh, when you when amazing. you do go on hard and yeah. it's like you, you can get away with one hit, but it's like real life for you, not for the other guys. You can hit you have to hit them a hundred times, but um, yeah. it uh, it's a, such a beautiful game, and it's it's not too hard on the on the super hard setting, especially if you've played through it a bunch. I, you're like you get it. Yeah, do you want to hear a uh, uh, you know privilege problems wow. moment corner privilege problems corner? A lot of new segments. Uh, <laughs> new segment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, PS5 it allows you to like bring your games over, but it doesn't bring your trophies over, which bummed me the f out because that's why I stopped trying to get uh platinum yeah. on. Oh no, Shishima and Valhalla, and Valhalla. Uh, it killed both of those. Where I'm just like, well, I'm not going to go back to PS4 because you know why would I do that? <laughs> anyway, <Real> buddy, <laughs> that's yeah. I you know, cry me a yeah. river. <laughs> yeah, these are first world problems for uh, gamers what's, out there. What's good about this delay though is that uh, Jedi Fallen Order or Jedi Battle Scars, the uh, the new book Ooh. companion book, uh, comes out March seventh. Uh, so we'll have time to dig into that. Uh, time to read it and uh, like possibly it. review it go. before Survivor drops. So oh, that'll be yeah. Okay. There's there the is the lining. silver lining. Yeah. yeah, let's definitely review it. Yeah, I'm actually I'm really looking forward to that book. I need another Star Wars novel in my life. And um, I'm really excited for uh, Delilah to stop. Yeah. I don't. Blade, I think uh, that's set to come out. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the comic books yeah. are great, but the uh, yeah, but I, I want to sink my teeth into a novel, and I don't consider it spoilers because, like, come on, it's its own entity, and if we learn some things about what the game's going to be, that'll be cool. 
Uh, hopefully they won't be spoilers. I'm guessing it's just... I don't think it'll be spoilers. My guess is it's going to kind of fill the gap between mm. Fallen Order and Survivor. So at least we'll be like... Similar Catalyst. to like, like reading yeah. a Catalyst. Exactly, yeah. Catalyst, yeah. which was the precursor to... Yeah, Rogue I think it's One. like an infiltration mission or something. I, I think I read the uh, synopsis. Yeah, yeah. If y'all... If you... um. If you like Rogue One, which I'm surprised we might have talked about this a little bit when um, Rogue One, no, no, well, no, yeah, I know with Andor or whatever, but uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, Catalyst is a great is if you liked Andor, uh, read Catalyst. Um, it's a it's a beautiful companion book that directly abuts yeah. um, Rogue One, and it's uh, great. Oh, Catalyst! Is it's like top awesome. ten Star Wars. Yeah, books. Like, yeah. If you, like if you're excited for Oppenheimer coming to theaters this this year, definitely read Catalyst because it's basically Oppenheimer in space, <laughs> and it's amazing. Which I which I which I weirdly am. <laughs> Great. Then we're right here. Here's the demo right here. Um, rad. Welp. Um, do we want to get into? Uh, let's do Bad Batch. Does that sound fun? Let's do it. Okay, cool. Do Why don't, you know what? I'm going to play a segment bumper because I can. I love it. If you're having clone problems, I feel bad for you, son. I have 99 problems, but the Bad Batch ain't one. All right. Um, so, yes, we. this is the uh, Bad Batch segment. Um, and we're, we're covering uh, The Tribe, which is episode six. Uh, I believe, Adam, you have a little uh, synopsis of this episode. Yeah, let's do it. All right. As soon as my computer allows me to open my Word document or switch my Word document. Yeah, this is, yeah, high quality uh, media. Quality podcasting. (laughs) There we go. All right. (laughs) Yeah. You ready? All right. Here we go. Here's my summary. Uh, It's a bit of a long one. Uh, on a mission to Vanguard Axis, Omega and the gang run afoul of Axis leader, a representative of the droid Gatra. All right, that's not official, Wait, by the way. But yeah, it's, it's, they, it's it's my he- it's my head cannon. No, no, droids. Sure, sure. They're they're the droid Gatra. Uh, when they run across a lucky Jedi named Gunji, after a daring escape, the Batch decide to bring Gunji back to his home planet of Kashyyyk in the hopes of reuniting him with his birth tribe. Upon pan- uh, upon planet fall, the destruction of the planet by the Empire is apparent. Fires and deforestation are everywhere. While making their way to the village, the Bad Batch visit uh, uh, visited before their encounter, Kinraths basically giant praying mantis spider monsters uh, that we are told only attack if they feel threatened. Next, they run into a group of Tandroshans in Imperial tanks with a Wookiee hostage. Gunji jumps into action and saves a hostage, who brings them to his village. After speaking with Yana, the leader of the village, Gunji has found his home, but all is not well. The Imperials, not uh, who, sorry, the Imperials who are working with the Trandoshans are on their way to the village to hunt the young Jedi. In preparation, Gunji talks to the trees, and while they don't go full Ent, they do have a plan. That plan, basically, a simple ambush. During the battle, the Wookies and our clones lead the bad guys into the Kinrath's nest, who make short order of the invaders. Meanwhile, Gunji has an epic boss battle with the Trandoshan leader, Venmore, uh, that ends with the lizard being taken into the trees by Kinras slowly while screaming and begging for his life. After the battle, the Wookiees celebrate with the gang while Hunter is maudlin, realizing that Omega and Gunji are both kids, but can't be not in this galaxy. Wow, Adam, that's a poetry, buddy. Yeah, 
Thank you. A lot going on in in that synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. I I weirdly just as a side note, like I watch, I usually watch them and then I write the summary and I watch this and I'm like, right. it's gonna be great. It's gonna be like a four sentence summary. And then as I start to write the summary, I'm like, there's actually so many little things that happen in this that I think are and when crucial. you do read these sort of three to four sentence summaries that are provided within like the Lucasfilm sort of uh, copy. It, it doesn't give you a lot of the tidbits that we super love and enjoy to talk about that are shown in a episode of TV, a comic, yeah. a book or whatever it is. We love to kind of give you the nitty gritty with the summary. And I, I, I like that summary though. I don't think it was Imperial tanks. I think those were separatist tanks that those Trandoshans were in. Right. Well, so really good point. I mean, they were calling, they called them yeah. Imperial tanks, but to our trained eyes, they called recovered it, separatist yeah. tanks. Yeah. Imperial, no. I guess, I guess so on the Wikipedia, they referred to them as Imperial supplied. Yeah. So that could be that they were separatist tanks. Or like you Imperial know, captured, got, repurposed you know, separate tanks. Yeah. Captured. Which is, yeah. I mean, that's a choice. Yeah. That's a, that's a felony choice. I, I thought that was one of the most genius mm-hmm. choices because in yeah, in the in the EU and in the old canon, I mean, in Legends, uh, there's lots of stories about the Trandoshan and Wookiee conflict post the rise of the Empire, and sort of, you know, uh, and lots of stories that have been retconned and been you know adjusted for modern sensibilities, and, and now just to see it in full, to see the Trandoshan occupa- occupation of Kashyyyk and what that looks like, and them using separatist the equipment makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it's sort of imagery that I think was missing in a lot of the other stuff, given that the prequels you know, had so so much effect on the galaxy or the Clone Wars. Should I say. Yeah, I, I want to take like a twenty thousand click view of this episode real quick because what you're talking about, Grant, mm-hmm. is like seen throughout this episode. This is perfect Filoni for me. This is like when Filoni shines. Yeah. This is, I mean, this one episode. I don't know how long it was. It was probably forty and change. Um, but I felt like it ticked like all the stuff. It was like twenty seven minutes, but yeah. Okay, twenty seven minutes. It, yeah, it felt like forty minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it it, it ticked yeah. all of the Star Wars boxes. Um, and like and then mm-hmm. really deep cups and and all the stuff that I mean, yeah, I'm biased, but all the stuff that makes me happiest about Star Wars. You have like a, a bizarre space station with like an a brand new group of droids like a, a maybe a part of the droid culture yeah. but they're the vanguard access right so like just whatever yeah don't worry about it they're droid smugglers they're doing all these things there's a bunch of buried stuff in there you know um you, you got a jedi and i didn't realize how much i missed seeing a jedi on screen until i saw g-man himself ganji um <laughs> but yeah anyways i i just wanted to say that this is like my favorite this is why like it's just more proof that that um, that Filoni gets it, and um, he's done. But he does a bunch of wild stuff, and I don't always like. I, I frequently sort of question it in my yeah. own mind, and I'm like, "Okay, oh, yo, bro, you're pushing that. You're retconning this. You're doing like whatever." And then, um, but this is like this is like Lucasian, um, you know, peak Rebels too. Like some of the best Rebels episodes are like this. They just do. He, he knows how to yeah. perform a Star War, and um, I think this. I, I just love the heck out of out of this episode. Yeah. Me too. It was so good. Yeah, and Elder Yanni, I think new favorite Wookiee. Like yeah. loving Elder yeah. Yanni coming through. Yeah. Um, just looking different than the other Wookiees. Wookiees are known to be just strong and sort of intimidating, you know, the, uh, statured beings. And and Elder Yanni is quite elderly and kind of hunched over and looks. Yeah, how of, old is an old Wookiee? Split. Like, it, I mean, are they like 900? Right? Like, they must. Yeah. I bet they get up because there. I think like a hundred years old is like, like still Chewie a kid is... for Wookiees. 
Yeah, I think Chewie's like two fifty yeah. in the like original trilogy. So, yeah, you gotta figure at least five hundred. We might yeah. guess for that. Yeah. There, there, yeah. There's one plot element I'd love to talk to you guys about, which Please. is uh, we know those smuggler droids were keeping Gunji for a buyer. <laughs> I had the same question, yeah. bro. Uh, yeah. We get no information Good. about this buyer other yeah. than there's a buyer and. Do do you guys have any ideas, any theories for who this buyer could be? Is it is it Palpatine's sort of dark circle at the top of the pyramid, like trying to harvest Jedi? Like, who do you guys think this could be, if I, anyone? So I, I'm so glad you asked this. I, I had the exact same question. I, I only got to rewatch it uh, through yeah. the first like 15 minutes yeah, um, sure. tonight, but I caught that part and I was like, wait a second. They're like, our buyer's going to pay a lot of money um, for this, or would have. Uh, I think it's the early stages of the Inquisitorius. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good guess. Yeah, I think that, like that, like we'll just we'll pay for them and then we'll take them out or we'll put them in uh, amber, like we saw. Yeah, Obi. either either they put them in amber or they um, or they try and indoctrinate them. And I think like young Jedi would probably are easy pickings for sure the, uh, for the Empire. That's or a good point. Oh, that's point. really yeah. it. It's really interesting. Yeah, this idea of like how do you build your ranks, right? Yeah, like and the young ones be like the Jedi let you down. They were you were fooled. Like you know, there's so many ways angles you could go with younglings and padawans um, totally. that that would be easier than obviously a mature. You know, you're not flipping Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi. You know, but like, um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, third sister, I can't remember her real name, but uh, or ninth sister was uh, the and uh, the Obi Wan person. Reva. Reva, thank you. Yeah, Reva? so like yeah. you know, Reva. That yeah. that's a case in point. Yeah, I I think this is a that's a really good point. Like that, I can't think of anyone else. I mean, you you could. I guess the only other possibility would be like on the other side, right? Like if the path or the early Ooh. version of the path had it, but it just seems, yeah. it just seems weird that they would like put it out to people like this who are then still sure. like torturing. The Jedi, but it could be like, you know, you, you you know, the ends justify the means type of argument. But I, I do. I think it's the I think it's the Empire, right? Like, it's just like we will have our hunters out there. But at the same time, we'll just put out there that any Jedi you find is worth yeah. X amount of money. To yeah. Us and I think like that's one of our you know, we, we have the pillars of Star Wars. If you listen back to our old um, episodes and that's sort of where I love the uh you know, why, like I like Filoni and I know he's good is because I'm like, oh, yeah, he does all of these things. And we, we you know, put that file that under um, make the galaxy like honor what comes before, but presage what comes after always make the galaxy bigger is like one of my favorite pillars. Yeah. And that's what that's doing there. You know, just planning that little mystery box like we could have, you know, mystery box could kind of be the thing, too. But, you know, just laying some some groundwork that you're like, wait, what is that? Like, who is that thing? And they could tell that story someday. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Filoni's the kind of guy who would, you know, like, but it's, it's also like it's Star Wars, right? They could tell that story or not. And either way is fine. Right. Like that, that is not necessarily like you and I, like we've all, I think took that line and come up with possibilities. We all kind of landed on it's probably the empire. It could be, and they could tell yeah. the story. It could be someone else, but but it doesn't it doesn't affect the story you're watching yeah. currently, which is my favorite thing about Star Wars. Is like, like I think that's why Star Wars, like the the like like a New Hope just does it, where it's just like, I remember 
again being a kid before the prequels just sitting there like talking about what do you think the clones yeah. of clone wars are like i, I heard him being on playgrounds talking about that Amazing. for hours yeah. and literally for it's hours incredible. it's such an art to do that it's why well. a new and hope it, yeah. still ranks so yeah. high in my, my yeah film list it's, it's just so good those, those scenes, the lore, those scenes right? that if you imagine in a bubble are like the greatest scenes ever but when you look at it as a whole yeah. in the tapestry of star wars they lose a little bit of their luster but if you just think about a new hope in a bubble, the scenes are incredible. Like yeah. the briefing scene, the Obi Wan yeah. scene, yeah. like there's so and, many scenes that are just amazing. But it, those things don't affect the flow of the story or the importance of the story. That's always what's key to me. Is like, like there are 99.9 percent of people who watch Star Wars heard that line spoken by Obi Wan and just went, yeah. "Okay, cool." Actually, yeah, like sure. just whatever. It didn't affect their brain. Right. But it, they still love that. They still really enjoyed that movie. It was still like, I, I guarantee you, my parents, their first date was to Star Wars. They watched that movie. Mm -hmm. They loved that movie. I guarantee you, knowing my mother and father, they never once in their life thought about what the Clone Wars right. are. Yeah. They yeah. never yeah. thought about it. Right. But they love that. They love the movie. It was a great, like, Friday night out for a date. Right. And then meanwhile, they had a son who spent hours upon hours upon hours thinking about that one right. line in a movie watch the clone war series like seven times yeah yeah i know <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go back through it again i started and then uh whatever it's always there it's always there for me right after i finish the walking dead i'm gonna do that um yeah um any other any other um uh break points from this i mean there's we could go like it, it it's pretty plot heavy it's a lot of like bad batch getting yeah. to Kashyyyk, like fighting off transoceans leading them to the same sort of like uh, uh webs that were you know spun by the, the spider creatures and yeah. getting tactical advantage and sort of it was just a lot of sort of like tactical maneuvering and things like that in this episode and yeah not a ton of growth other than gunji sort of like reuniting with his people and that was about it but not a lot of growth and arc. yeah not a lot of arc I, for the uh the bad batch themselves i think there was a possibly a little bit it sure. depends on where we're yeah. going with the bad batch because like Here's the thing. This paid them zero credits. Yeah. Right? But there was very little. Like, it wasn't this long scene of, like, what should we do? Should we bring him back to Kashyyyk? It was kind of like, yep, we're going to do this. We're bringing him back to Kashyyyk, right? And you could see light in their eyes of just, like, oh, this is meaningful what we're doing here. So I wonder if this is a bit of a pivot point for them realizing, like, maybe this is their It was kind of a redemptive moment. To... Right? And then, yeah. And then... Yeah, super powerful to see Gunji react to clones. Like I yeah. thought that was almost what was worth why this episode was worth making, just given that that emotion was so powerful. Just seeing a Jedi be like just in terror of these clones and sort of aggressive towards them. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, of course he would be. And, you know, text like, well, yeah. you know, we shouldn't blame him. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it was just. I thought that was really, really effective, and. um yeah, I think I think that that alone was sort of interesting to see play out, and then and to see him warm warm to them, and you know, and them sort of yeah, you know, and then uh, find their players. as good guys. It was so good to see Wookies yeah. again, like just to be on Kashyyyk. It was a really good vibe with the Wookies, um, and I, I liked I, I really liked that we were with them, like back on Kashyyyk and doing yeah. that. And I definitely think there was growth there. I think yeah. like this season, there's sort of like two missions for them. They're like, they're looking for financial in independence, but they know they like have a virtuous ca calling. There's like, there's things that they, yeah. that they want to do to make the galaxy better. They need a mission. 
and it's like they're sort of talking about it and you know echo's talking about it more than most and but hunter's on and they're like we need to like do some good this is like bounty hunting is stupid and i hate it um yeah yeah i i feel like yeah maybe this was a growth episode for hunter right like hunter this is what we're gonna do and he's the one who's kind of modeling at the end seeing like those two kids talking to the tree and realizing they're just not able to be kids in this galaxy mm. that that line again maybe being like a relatively new dad that that line was kind of really <laughs> devastating uh for me in a really great way um but then it ends with like the translation you know of, of the wiki leader just being like but there is like maybe they will find their path right like there's another path and 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 hunter chimes in like one without yeah. war hopefully you know, which is so wild. It's interesting. Yeah. It's a These really warriors that yeah. are like ho- looking for peace. Like it's actually, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you ever met a more like huggable troop of like animated characters though? Like I know there's yeah. supposed to be fearsome warriors, but yeah. like, don't you just want to give Wrecker a big old hug? That guy's great. Yeah. Yeah. They really seem a like a really good hang. Without yeah. like, I, like, yeah. Wrecker yeah. is so uh, the, endearing and, and he uh, really is. And yeah, the, yeah. um, yeah, he's just like, he's like, what's this drink? Like, let's go. Um, drinking with Wookiees, yeah. and they just like looked at home there and at peace. And I mean, I hope they hang out on Kashyyyk for a while. That'd be cool because, like, we know during this time period, Kashyyyk I was is riddled yeah. with like problems. It's like slavery and like yeah, the Trandoshan yeah, occupation. I was, I was hopeful Gunji was going to join up with that and just Ooh, I, like, right? I had the same thought. I was, thought. So I was just like, are we? Are we slowly like rebuilding a rebels like oh, yeah fleet? like is it, are they going to get themselves a Jedi which would be amazing and I I love me a Wookiee Jedi yes. um but I, it didn't it wasn't you know wasn't to be uh, that being said like this is twenty one or so episodes since we've seen a Jedi yeah. in Bad Batch is that right like we saw just really the very opening of the series. And then nothing, yep. right? Until yep. this episode this is the first yeah. lightsaber we've seen, which is like that's restraint. Yeah, in my book. For yeah, that Star was Wars great. Series. Can we talk about Gunji a little more right now? Like, um, you know, yeah, like please. so. If for those of you that haven't watched the Clone Wars, um, you should. And uh, Gunji was seen in um, season five, episode six and seven, um, "The Gathering and a Test of Strength," and it's two of my favorite Clone Wars episodes. Yeah. We see him. Um, First, go to Ilum. This was like a like a, the definitive right. episode about going to Ilum that um, a lot of stuff came afterwards and mimicked it. Um, and we see him find his crystal and his little cadre of younglings that uh, he was with. Um, and then we see him build his lightsaber. And mm-hmm. um, yo, so I am the biggest lightsaber dork. I'm like about to drop a thousand dollars on lightsabers um, out of just like I don't know retail <laughs> therapy or something. I'm telling you. Porter Angle's lightsaber. Whenever I can order that, that one's it's throw my like yeah. It's Yo, get amazing. me a picture of yeah. it. I'll I'll talk to uh, someone yeah. and see if they can Ugh. make it because people are always so, looking to make crazy lightsabers. It's like hands down the coolest saber hill I've ever seen. I can't wait yeah, to read it. Cool. I can't wait to. That's that one's been on the list. I'm gonna read that one early. Um, the uh, yeah, the blade is that uh, High Republic comic series. So um, yeah. Um, stoked on that. So, anyways, in that um, uh, test of strength, they make their lightsabers, and Gunji's lightsaber is the coolest one made. And they go into a lot of detail about why he makes his lightsaber look the way it looks. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, it, that's just one of my favorite episodes. So he is already kind of a fan favorite, uh, already kind of one of my favorites. But a great weird pull, I think. If you're gonna like pull a Jedi into the mix, um, Gunji is an awesome call. I think. 
There's also what what I like about it is it's hard to have a Jedi character in this era without your mind automatically going to and then they were killed right. at some point right. in the future. Right. It's super depressing. But at the same time, with how specious the Empire is, there's a part of me that thinks like Gunji's still alive on Kashyyyk because they would assume that a Wookiee couldn't be <laughs> yeah. a Jedi. Right? Like like you would you could see that in their mind yeah. just assuming yeah, that. Yeah, it was so I like to think he's still there yeah. chilling out. Or was because it's a long time yeah. ago. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And back to that Clone Wars episode, the gathering, uh, you get you get Hu Yang in that episode. Hu Yang. He's a droid, sort of like who facilitates the sort of gathering of the Kyber Crystals mission. Uh we're gonna see Hu Yang live action yeah, yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. Uh I believe he's gonna be in the Ahsoka series. What? There is a live action Hu Yang in our future, guys. Oh so. my gosh. Yeah, just so it's clear, this is a droid tasked with helping, um, helping Jedi build their yeah young younglings build their own lightsabers, and he's got like all the bits and bobs. You go to his little workshop, and he has an encyclopedia of knowledge of every Jedi that's ever made a lightsaber, pretty much, um, and helps you on your way. It's (laughs) I love that call. It could easily be just some like weird like person that it gets passed down. But it's uh, it's like romantic. It's like getting your gear. It's like it's a special thing. You go into a little cave with a bunch of bips and bobs. You talk to a you know yeah. this weird sage droid that knows everything, and you just in. Uh, but it's very personal and technical, and yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, so he's a he's a fun droid. He knows a lot about a lot, which opens up a lot of doors. Speaking lot. speaking of sage things, uh, are we thinking about moving on to Yoda? You guys. The you guys sagest? ready to dive into that? Anything further yeah. to talk about the Bad Batch? The sagest of sages? Good. Yeah, I think, yeah. That, I think, oh, wait, no, we haven't talked about the um, awesome uh, animation yet um, for this one. Oh, so we, we, talk about, we haven't talked about the lighting and framing. And <laughs> the lighting's yet. amazing. I really, okay, I have lighting. a new Obligatory lighting's incredible. <laughs> yes. Animation work, outstanding. Yeah. And Dappled again, sunlight. Yeah, shots. A shot of the Trandoshan walking with his flamethrower and a sort of like yeah. nice slow tilt. Like, I was like, oh, let's yeah. go. Like, Filoni's yeah. getting artsy, and I'll take more of it because I know he has modeled most of his animated work after sort of like this this classic adventure structure. I wouldn't mind him just taking more big swings in terms of, like, framing. So, like, I, just certain shots yeah. stuck out to me this yeah. time, and I, I hope he just feels more adventurous as he goes forward. And, yeah, um, yeah like that certain shot of the Trandoshan was cool. Like, just more in-depth, closer looks, close-ups, medium closes of characters are, are, are so cool it's, to me in anime. It's really easy for me to kind of miss this stuff because the characters are so cartoony. Does that make sense? Like, right. like that, it, 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 you know, the suspension of disbelief is 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 hard. Yeah. But I was, I was literally, I started this this evening, uh, I was sitting on the floor about like five feet away from the giant TV picking up uh, Duplo blocks uh, as they do most yeah. nights. Uh, and, and I started playing it and they and they show Vanguard Axis. And I just sat there like it looked it, it, the animation was amazing. It looked like it was out of a movie. Does that make sense? Like I was like, this yeah. is animated. Like it looks like it just looked like CGI, whatever. Yeah. Like I really just stopped and stared at it for like a minute and a half. Yeah. When like the smuggling droids are on screen by themselves. And yeah. You don't see any bad yeah, yeah. in the frame. It, it, it looks super live action. Yeah. It really does. No, it, 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 there's they're starting to blur that line now between live action and, and animation. The the scene that did it for me was when they roll up on the like uh, burnout village 
and the smoke oh, yeah. through the sunlight through the trees. Mm-hmm. But the smoke looked like I was like, especially they they pan up and they do this shot of the sun coming through the trees through the smoke. Yeah, and uh, I mean oh, it looked I like CGI. Show. Like I was like that it smoke really looks like smoke, and um, that can't be easy to do. You mean when they're like marching down from the hill and the yes. camera sort of, like tilts with them and like the music's playing and then it kind of shows the bird this the, the ash and sort of cinder smoldering village yeah. after that that was the, i love the editing there i just thought yeah so good. he's just getting yeah. a little bit more exploratory with the sort of the storytelling yeah. and, and just the shot work and sort of the uh what he's framing up and I, I think that is super intriguing and so i just i hope we see more of that and i can't wait for some of the more like heavy drama ahead and sort of how he tells that story because I, I thought you know rebels had some super interesting very sort of abstract like yeah. things happening at some, some some points with the converies and ahsoka and the world between worlds and sort of like you know leaving things up for interpretation i thought i thought dave did a great job with some of that stuff yeah, and, yeah. And especially the visuals and, and, yeah. and sort of establishing you know the certain certain high concepts with with simple visuals and uh, yeah did a good job doing that yeah the one like uh, corner they've kind of painted themselves into though is the way that they've done hair, and yeah. like hair kind of looks like play doh. Yeah, right. It does. Uh, it's like it a, really it's like a one piece sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and so when you see prayer. a Wookiee, you're like, okay, but it's, it's like I'd prefer this to the though. like the alternative, which would be like weird wispy stuff. But it's like you look at the like Bad Batch's uniforms, and they're just like movie realistic. They're like yeah. their helmets yeah. and armor. And then you like look at Gunji, and I'm just hoping it doesn't start to clash in the future. But then, yeah, you look at Gunji, and he's just like, looks like a claymation Lego figure. I mean, he's really great, does. but it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm surprised we didn't get like Wrecker arm wrestling a Wookiee. Oh, that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That would have <laughs> yeah, been awesome. That is. Like, I, I do want to see it's, that test. Yeah. I mean, it's honestly right? weird that we did. Like, he, yeah. if anyone's going to match a Wookiee, it might be Wrecker. Honestly. Yeah. Instead, he just like played, he was playing drinking games. I mean, right. just like. Yeah. partying with them which is a, a nice choice too it was yeah. just like there's a lot of love in there they're like oh man these wookies are awesome because yeah. wookies yeah. are awesome are awesome yeah i was very happy when i mean I, I i saw i think on a like a promotional still i saw a wookie with a lightsaber so i'm like oh we're gonna get gunji i would assume like yeah. i just sat there but i you know but then my mind didn't realize i'm like oh we're gonna take him home I'm like oh we're going to kashik I was very happy. I, yeah. I love it. It it just brings yeah. a lot of memories for a lot of different reasons. I will not talk about Star Wars Galaxies, I promise, but that's kind of what I'm referring to. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I will also say, um, Grant, talking of, about drama is next week we get a, a, a double episode. So that usually pretend, pretends that we're going to get some serious storytelling. Yeah. Was it the clone yeah. conspiracy and... Something about consequences. Oh, I, I, I I already down. I already shut it down. So, but uh, oh great. Yeah, this is where I think we're gonna find out that the uh, empires are just uh, getting rid of the clones. I think that's what the clone conspiracy is. Okay. But there'll be that's a clone my, uprising, yeah. possibly, or a clone Honestly. clone slaughter. Clone yeah. slaughter. Yeah. Uh, I think they're gonna realize they've been setting would, it out would, to that be. That would kill me. Honestly, yeah. I would just rip my heart from my I chest. think the conspiracy is that the Empire has a as a kind of a standing order to send all clones uh, into any mission that is likely to end in death. Sure. That yeah. seems like yeah. what's happening right now, yeah. honestly, given uh, the last mission that they sent Crosshair mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and just to see, like, Cody wearing, like, gray Oof, and looking all like... sad. 
Yeah, it's just so sad. I wonder if this is going to lead with Crosshairs also leaving the Empire, but not joining the Bad Batch of just like being out there in the in the galaxy. Ooh, chaotic kind of. weird. Chaotic yeah, deadly. Yeah. Chaotic I like chaotic weird. weird. That's Are you new... chaotic good or chaotic evil? I just, chaotic, I just love that like, there, should be, weird. there should be like the nine the, the nine point graph and then over in the right like <laughs> away it's just chaotic weird. Chaotic like, just, weird. Like, weird. Yeah. It is chaotic weird yeah. in Star Wars. Um that would be great. I I love Crosshair, man. I think he's he's a yeah, fun me character. Too. He's a great character. Yeah, <laughs> when he's not murdering people in cold blood. Not a good hang, but a great character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tough. Kind of like, like yeah. when you see action from the Bad Batch, you're like not really like you're not. Uh, I would say impressed when you watch like the crosshair scenes. It's like whoa, yeah. like this is yeah. here for this all day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. why don't we? Why don't we? Speaking of action, we've got lots of action ahead mm-hmm. in the three comics. That's right. Discuss. There we go. Good to, segue. We're about to talk about the comics, so that's when we play uh, this little uh, this little song right here. Comic Crystal Comics Corner. All right, that was Kyber Crystal Comics Corner uh, sound bumper. Um, Quite possibly our best segment sound bubble. Pretty great. I remember, that was, this is one of the first ones we uh, I, I composed for us. It's pure genius. It's an old. Yeah, it's a gold. Yeah, we're all singing on that one. Old Pretty great. Day. Oh no, it's just me singing on that one. I'm thinking about. No, it. Yeah, that's, that's just you. you. Re- reading reading Raptor, Raptor. I I is us because every time I hear it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> good times. Um, uh, tone this death. week yeah. covering Yoda, Light and Life, uh, written by Kevin Scott. Uh, penciler is Nico uh, Leone, uh, inker is Nico Leone, um, artist Nico Leone, uh, Joe Caramanga is the letter, colorist is Dono Sanchez Almara, uh, Phil Noto did most of, a lot of these covers, uh, really gorgeous covers, just gorgeous art all around. Like it's really shout out to the art, but um, we'll just we'll cover each issue and just kind of dive into them. But uh, part one, the coming of the Jedi. Uh, when a familiar face calls out to Jedi Master Yoda and reminds him of his teachings about the importance of patience, we flash back to a time during the High Republic era to witness Yoda travel to the distant world of Taruk to defend villagers known as the Skelki, the Skelvi, from raiders called the Krolkan. After Yoda successfully aids Bree, Lyta, and the rest of the Skel- Skelvi in repelling a Krolkan attack, Yoda decides to stay on Taruk for, a long- for as long as it takes to establish peace between its warring inhabitants. Um, issue 1 was a little thicker than the other issues i think it was just a good yeah. more pages yeah. uh yep. just awesome just such a fun cool look at uh sort of yoda acting uh you know with his own sort of agency and enterprise uh outside of the jedi council and being like oh no i uh, decided this is i am going to, <laughs> yeah, to solve i am this out dispute. I- <laughs> Yeah, I love that Yoda is as mysterious with the Jedi Council as he is with Luke. Yeah, like, yeah, like not explaining his actions, just like, no, I'm, I'm going, end the story, and I'm going to stay there forever, deal with it. <laughs> yeah, and pre- it gets to some protest from uh, Master Pretree, but I think Sutan and some of the others do understand Yoda's sort of uh, mentality and. And, yeah. and and because he's such a long lived being, he can take the time to really. Uh, sort of dive into a dispute and solve it for the long term and, and bring peace to a planet. And so Yoda might go to a planet for like 20, 30 years to yeah. solve a, a geopolitical That's dispute. That's a coffee or break a for Yoda. Yeah. 
<laughs> and, right. and for him, it's not that much time, but for others, you know, it's a lot of time. And we even see I, a character in these three issues sort of grow older yeah. over the course of this, of Yoda's time there. So uh, that is very cool. Uh, There's like two things about that. One, I feel like the Mandalorian cracked the code of just like, yeah, what does it mean to have a 900 year lifespan? Yeah. Right. Like 50 years is still not an infant much yeah. at all. Yeah. And the other thing is that using Yoda's long lifespan in storytelling for other characters is brilliant. I almost swore real hard. <laughs> and we'll get to it when we get it to is it. Is effing brilliant. Because when we get to episode, we get to issue three, like the fact that you time jump with a character yes. that's really meaningful, but it feels like there's no time jump for Yoda, right? Because for Yoda, it's just been like, I don't know, like six yeah. months in his life, and it's been 30 years in this other character's life. Like, it's just, it's really kind of amazing way to tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. And impactful in terms of the lessons he's trying to teach. It, you know, he uses time in the lesson he teaches these people in that he yeah. abandons them for a time. We'll get there. That's issue two and three, but he abandons yeah. them for a time. And that's actually, I think, part of the teaching that he's doing. He just uses exactly. time yeah. in his teaching. I mean, I, we kind of jumped over the beginning of this comic a little bit. Yeah, let's mm. get into the beginning. The, yeah. so, I mean, 90% of these... Voice these reaches out. I said a familiar voice because... Yeah, we yeah. Rightly yeah identified let's start that. there. Yeah, uh, Familiar voice, disembodied, reaching out through the force, talking to Yoda. And this is like in Dagobah. Saying they urgently need to speak with him. Yeah. And he's doing his best to ignore this person. I found it very confounding to read the sort of summaries in the comics where it said Yoda is on Dagobah waiting for a Jedi. When the very first instance you see Yoda, he's trying to avoid this voice. He's trying to ignore yeah. this voice. He's not waiting for any any Jedi on Dagobah. Uh, apparently, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll render our guesses as to who this could be. Obviously, I think there's one main candidate. But um, uh, yeah, not identified. But um, yeah. but does sort of bring up lessons patience that were taught to lessons that were taught to them and lessons yeah. of patience specifically, and so you have to think these are lessons that Yoda taught this person. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so I think we're looking at someone who Yoda had was under Yoda's tutelage at one point. Yeah, and so that's I mean I'm guessing Obi Wan, but I don't know what were you guess. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Obi Wan or Qui-Gon would be your. Is that let's go round robin here, Adam? You're up. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think it. it is? Uh, yeah. Guys, go. Yeah, I I'm gonna go Qui Gon actually. Okay. okay. Explain yeah. yourself. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah, I don't we don't know time period, because if it's Yoda, it's a pretty short jump between when Yoda dies and is talking to. Well, he's on Dagobah. You know, or or he's on Dagobah. I mean, what, there's a pretty short jump between Obi Wan dying and talking to Yoda before Luke shows up, and it seems like we're not at a point where. Yoda's ready, but I, know. I don't know. Go, but go I have a, well, so I had a dark horse candidate because it was such a heavy. Ooh, what's that? Because it was such a, so heavily implied, like the last word of the third um, of the third issue was patience, uh, coming from Pretray Vitar, and um, I don't know, like maybe mm -hmm. he's not mm -hmm. dead, like maybe his species lives forever. And like maybe Pretre Vitar's like somewhere in his career decided to play the long game, and just huddle hunker down with a, a community until he could bring peace or something. Um, that mm. was mine. I mean, just because it was like it was you know patience is how it started, and then 
patience is how it ended with Petre Vitar. And like, maybe he was just like, you know, echoing the sentiment and it will be because like physically, if like Qui-Gon was the first one to commune with living people, then it could really only be Qui-Gon or right. Obi-Wan uh, or, I mean, Luke, That's I guess, or Anakin. Anakin was the first one I was thinking, actually. But he wasn't dead right. then but, but on Dagobah, so it, it couldn't have been but him. But the context to me is that, like, right. this right. voice is telling him that Luke is coming, basically. And so do you do yeah. this from the yeah. point of view of Obi-Wan, you know, watching over the kid and having mentored him, you know, quite quite a bit? now telling Yoda that he's on his way. It's happening, yeah. Or is this Qui-Gon Jinn saying that, hey, I was right, it wasn't the dad, but it's the son, and he's on his way. And see what patience renders. Patience yeah. renders. We do eventually get this sort of chosen yeah. one who will bring back the light, but it just takes time. We also know Qui-Gon's one for just meditating mid-fight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Too I much patience? That out it's very true. But, uh, it's very true. Too much patience? Yeah. Um, I the the other thing I'll say is like with this with the Mandalorian and then this the this like three issue series, uh, it's so funny to me because it's like I'm kind of relating to Yoda because he's only been on Dagobah for 19 years at this point, and to him he's just like I've just been here for like three months, dude. Yeah. Can I he's still trying relax? to unwind. You know I mean, like I feel like for him it's just like. I'm still getting my house set up. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. I like, had to commune with an evil demon spirit and, like, come to peace with it. Or... Right. <laughs> yeah. Can, can a guy just set that. up yeah. his comfy chair in the right spot? Like, come on. Oh, man. Yoda's yeah. chronic. He's so great. Um, so, yeah, when we see Yoda, uh, basically, the um, after on Taruk, we see a raid. We see the Krolkon you know, uh, raiding a village uh, belonging to the Skelvi, and it's on an island, I guess. And uh, uh, after that raid is, or during that raid, I think it's reported to the Jedi Council that there's conflict on Tar Taruk, and they try to find someone to go there, and Yoda quickly enters the room and sort of says, you know, decide that this is, I'm going, I'm going to go solve this dispute. And uh, he's titled a Grand Master in that scene. So Yoda is a Grand Master yeah. as far back as the High Republic era. So that's uh, quite interesting to note. And, um, he goes and uh, and he arrives just uh, in the eleventh hour to sort of like stop this raid, and it, the imagery. Just shout out to Nico uh, mm -hmm. Leone and that the imagery was just stunning. The fire and the, the sort of ruins yeah. and him running around and, and saving people and chopping up blasters and doing all these sweet moves. Like it was just just prime Yoda. Yeah. Like apex yoda and so if you if you love sort of action and, and tasteful yoda not yoda just flipping everywhere but just really really no. uh, deliberate sort of frames and, and and cool uh posturing and things like that so really cool art and talking about the sanctity of life yeah right he serves battle. the light he serves life yeah. and, and i think it's also important that if you love clone wars and sort of those early episodes of, of Clone Wars with Plukun and sort of like how talking about the theme of like the preciousness of life, you get a lot of that in this where it's like some Jedi on the Jedi Council masters are just like playing this conflict down and being like, is this even important? Do we know who the Scalvi are? But Yoda's like, no, all life is important. Yeah. We have to go save them. And mid fight, he's like, I serve life. I serve the force. And, you know, light and life is more than just a saying. It seems to be what a lot of these Jedi believe in. And yeah, so, I think that that's going to be yeah, the yeah. legacy yeah. of this arc in my mind. Um, I, I think it, it, this defines what the Jedi are. You know, it's like because we see all yes. these battles and taken as vignettes. It's like just the guys with the laser swords, you know, 
cutting down the enemy and not usually not actually taking life if they they can help it um and you're just like okay but like this shows the full arc it's like what he was doing was saving the people being attacked knowing full well that like the people attacking them were people in need and were doing this not for a, you know a virtuous way but out of desperation and right. then playing the long game and being like, yep. no, I just need to save the life here so that these people long enough for these people to recognize that our enemy is really our friend. And um, yeah, it was just about yeah. keeping everyone alive so that they could eventually through patience and trust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, find peace and, and, and yeah. Talk yes. to each other and find peace. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's really quite beautiful. It, it really like I, I read these as these came out. And when I got to the third issue, which we'll talk about, I, it kind of floored yeah. me in terms of like, like I was just like, this is what a Jedi is to me. Like this is prime Jedi, right? Like using lightsaber. It seems like in this in this thing only for defense, right? Really just just defense, and then solving this issue, knowing what he needs to do, and 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 just like. Again, this is maybe the tree hugger in me, uh, but very much that like a lot, a a lot of a lot of conflict can be solved through communication. (laughs) Yes, yeah, right. Which is what, like, which is what this is. Like, 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 I love the fact that it's just they start out with with the with the other characters as being these super monster evil bad guys, and by the end you realize no, they're hurting too and starving. They live on this like ramshackle platform. Yeah, Yeah, it's just Yeah. yeah. And and you get that first glimpse before you see anything is when one of their children is yeah 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 so I right want to dive into that uh, so after the first yeah, the first issue right. is basically yeah, Yoda is going to defend the village from this first attack, and then he decides to stay on Taruk for you know extended duration years I imagine many many cycles, and uh, to 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 make sure that he can establish peace between the Skelvi and uh, the the Kroll Khan. But there's a lot of ups and downs after that. So uh, issue two, uh, the raid. Yoda makes contact with Jedi Master Pretri and Sutan to provide an update about his time dwelling with the Skelvi. Upon upon returning to Taruk, Yoda sees the Skelvi have completed a watchtower and shown progress in their ability to defend themselves. But when Bree and Trick get into a fistfight, Yoda sees the quick-tempered nature of the Skelvi may be harder to quell than he thought. When the Kroll can launch another raid on the Skelvi settlement, the Skelvi are able to defend themselves, but Yoda is captured in the chaos. Bree, Lyda, and Trick stage a raid of their own to rescue Yoda from the Kroll can platform. But when confronted by Ryak, the leader of the Kroll can, Bree strikes him down with Yoda's saber, showing he's learned nothing from Yoda's guidance and greatly disappointing the Jedi Master. Um, yeah, so this this journey with Bree is kind of the central, I would say, story of this arc. Uh, with It's Yoda, really, and Bree, yeah. sort of. Kevin uh, Scott's doing a great job tracking that relationship across these arcs. And Bree's getting older as we go on, and um, obviously time's gone by if they're building watchtowers and things like that. And Bree's like, Bree, this is, this is the Skelvy strike back, basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting to see the good guys now flip to, once they get into a gre- aggressive standpoint, they take a little bit more, they take more inches than, you know, Yoda thought they would. And they're, 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 they're doing violence and actively. Yeah. Know, and violence. taking pleasure yeah. in, in the in violence, it. right? Like, there's a moment where he's there. I can't remember who I, the characters' names are escaping me, but where the big, Trick. the big one, Trick, the yeah. big guy, Trick, kind of sh- shouts back like what they said. Hey, is this hurt? Are you hurt? I can't remember the that line, but it was just like, oof. Like he's taking right. pleasure. Yeah, they get yeah, this. Trick this, yeah. also calling Yoda a troll. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, also and an imp, an imp and a troll. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 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 I mean, they get this, you know, Yoda teaches them to fight, which is like kind of yeah. his fault. But yeah, then they get this trumped up view of themselves. But, and um, yeah, it's uh, this was actually it's a bad luck. Yeah. Sort of like visualizations of balance that I've ever seen yes. really is like can teach people to defend themselves but then they are going to enact their own ambitions and, and likely cause violence to people you know uh, and and do harm and how do you teach people to defend themselves without having them become aggressors yeah. with their new which skills? is like that was that was yeah. kind of it and, and, it's, and find, it's that, tough i mean that balance was i know really i have to do a sidebar adam i know you're itching to speak but um, <laughs> get in, get in. yo so no, yeah so no, i gave no, up before. on the walking dead season end of season eight and then recently was just like oh it's all on netflix let's go and I'm in the middle of the finale season right now, I think. Um, but they did. This is like what oh, The wow. Walking Dead does is exactly like these three issues are like a season of The Walking Dead. It's just sort yeah. of like understand. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, we have this power. Actually, not even a season, like four seasons of The Walking Dead, you know, um, yeah. where it's just like, oh, wow, we have this power. We can do these things. And then it's like coming to, you know, like, is it worth it? Like, Yes, we can do these things, but should we be right. doing these things? But um, yeah, it, and it's it just so I got like serious vibes off this arc from uh, Walking Dead. That yeah. was all I want to say. No, totally. No, it's it's, it's very it's it, it, you know Ben, you and I've talked off air about the Walking Dead because I never I was like one of the eighteen people yeah. who didn't give up on that show, <laughs> um, yes. mostly uh, stubbornness. Um, but I, I totally see that, right? There's definitely that that there. And, and what I was going to say is just from a personal standpoint, um, I was taught how to defend myself uh, and how to throw a punch um, at some point because I not use that really thoughtfully when I originally learned how to throw a punch. Right. Because, uh, yeah, your yeah. body's panicking. It's just like, and, I'm, and, I need to show well, I Yeah, and I, and I did it way too early, and, and that's the one and only time I've ever struck another person out of anger. Uh, <laughs> and boy, do I... Yoda hanging his head. Oh, but, Yoda would be but, so disappointed. I will say, as a 40... Dooku would have been like... Yoda, bad, that, that memory still <laughs> haunt me to this day, being a, you know, nine-year-old. Anyway, but moving on, but, like, I kind of relate to that idea of just, like, yes, you, it's important to teach people to defend themselves, but, as you said, it's, it's hard to teach people what the lies between defense and offense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you see some very, very skilled boxers and kickboxers and MMA fighters. You see them <laughs> getting harassed in public, and there is a measuredness that they know that they're, yeah. they, they can deal a sort of... Uh, lethal blow that the other cannot and therefore they're not going to engage and i think that that takes a lot of sort of yeah. uh, accountability and <laughs> yeah, responsibility i took a uh, japanese jujitsu in college um for some reason and the first thing they tell you is just like your body is a lethal weapon now and this is how this is plausible deniability just yell i thought you were trying to kill me if you hurt somebody <laughs> <laughs> and that'll let it get out. And I was like, and, uh, and I forget my my teacher's name, but hey, thanks. That was that's gonna be super thanks. helpful. Someday. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> glad that's what we're teaching. Yeah. yeah. And speaking <laughs> of a lethal weapon, uh, in this the second issue, we see Bree take Yoda's saber and just plunge yeah. it through Ryan's chest. It's uh, heartbreaking in many yeah. ways. Yeah, mostly to yeah. Ryan, but also to us as the readers. <laughs> yeah, and then well, it was just like yeah. 
Yoda like ghosts after that, which is so harsh. Oh, and perfect. Yeah. yeah. For like 20 years. For like, yeah, years. I, I, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought 20 years as well. That's kind of what I marked on my seat here. Yeah. 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 So, so after, after Brie, after they, they go and, and, and rescue Yoda from the Krokon platform, they also kill Ryak and Yoda disappointed leaves for like 20 years. And we jump to issue three, part three consequences. Uh, many years after Brie has slain Ryak and older Brie is now celebrated as a great warrior in the Skelvi village. Mm-hmm. We learned that Yoda sadly left Bree in the Skelvi after Bree killed the leader of the Krolkan and has been gone for many years. Tren, Bree's nephew, is one of the many Skelvi who look up to Bree as a hero and celebrate his legacy. Uh, Bree himself feels the guilt of failing Yoda, and when another Krolkan raid war party descends on the Skelvi village, Bree is overjoyed to see Yoda has returned and chooses defense over offense to send a message to his village. Annoyed Bree has failed to live up to his heroic image, Tren and his friends attack the Krolkan. Uh, and kidnap a youngster. Bree convinces people to give the child back, and through patience and trust, peace is finally attained for the Skelvi and Krolka. Um Yeah, so that uh, the final issue, you get to see so much growth. Again, just Kevin Scott, Kevin Scott, just crushing it with the, the character yeah. arcs and sort of like the development. Yeah. The, He's the, a legend, dude. He really and, and is. And Bree yeah. is just feels like a fully three-dimensional character at the yep. end of these issues. Yep. I have a few other Yoda comics where Yoda goes to, like, you know, far and distant worlds and sort of meets new uh, cultures and civilizations. And I, I don't see the same, like, just beautiful character development in those comics. Um, specifically one, I think, where he goes to, like, some stone rock world where he meets this like rock yep. species. I don't know if you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. But not a lot yeah, happens there. In, like there's yeah. no no one you can really attach yourself to and 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 really feel any growth. Whereas I, Bree, I felt like there was wonderful growth with yeah. the native inhabitants of Taruk, which was great. I, I feel like in a lot of the previous Yoda that we've gotten, yeah. uh, people are really good at writing Yoda Yoda isms, yeah. but not really great at understanding yoda's philosophy in action and this feels like the truest yoda i've seen in in comic yeah, i think and, i think yoda's secret war forward. is the comp i'm thinking of and it's issues yeah. 26 to 30 it's, it's a jason aaron comic so obviously a yeah. master but um yeah yeah, yeah. nothing it just, it just wasn't it didn't hit like this comic like i don't for some reason this the well, native I, inhabitants I, were so fleshed out and i think that's part of it right is we're seeing yoda's teaching taking mm-hmm. shape in others right which is really who yoda is and like i i love this for so many reasons this issue because i mean one it just shows the cycle of violence and what a cycle of violence is right like just that he breathes being lauded as this champion even though he doesn't want to be and how that inspires violence in others right through the kidnapping yep but we see him break that violence break that cycle of violence which i think is so powerful and also i don't think does anyone die in this episode yeah i mean rake i don't dies. think so i think they break bread in this episode or oh in this issue no one dies no in this no. issue right yeah, like that's one, my one, thing is like dies. this is solved without yeah. any 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 anyone dying yeah, brie chooses Bree's to like raise the fortifications yeah. raise the yeah close shut the gates and sort of like just chooses defense instead of you imagine that in the past, he'd probably tried to live up to his heroic image and just fought off the, the Krolkon. But with the Yoda returning, he's like, no, 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 we're going to do this right. And I'm going to actually, yeah, I'm going to choose peace. I'm going to choose. Defense. Yeah, it's wild yeah. that it took just Yoda's presence. And he was like, oh, man, like to to get the resonance of the meaning of the, the teachings yeah. of Yoda. 
and then it was there. But, um, you know, there's something to be said for you're a young teen, preteen, whatever in life, and then you're uh, a man with uh, children of your own, maybe, or old enough to. Can we, can we talk about the sort of, like, abandonment tactic that Yoda deploys? I love it. Like, I, I do... It's ultimate it's non-violence. Super it's fascinating because it's so non-terrestrial. Like it's such a foreign yeah. idea that someone can just leave for twenty years and come back. And it hasn't been and come back no and time about, at all for hey, them, yeah. given that they have a super long lifespan. And like, yeah. it's, it's a lot of time for you to reflect. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's reflection time. It is, and it's like it has shaped Bree's yeah. life completely. Yeah, exactly. Yoda's yeah, leaving. Bree has, is transformed is, by this yeah. twenty years, basically, of reflection of failure and sort of. And, and I've never, and and then, never felt failure more than no. in this arc either. Where it's and like, then oh, wow, Yoda's just crazy. there and be like, it's just like. He just shows just there, stand, standing there. Turns, Bree turns around, and he goes like, "Hey, I've been practicing this." Uh, yeah, this he plays that. Teresa, that's it. That that's all. Yeah. yeah. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> How great is that scene when he shows yeah. the in- he plays the instrument for pre Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Yes, uh, awful uh, it is." We're talking about the uh, wheel, awful is this? Like, awful. Awful. Garage or whatever that freaking location is. That's I hope comes back because holy crap. Um, the uh, yeah, he plays that instrument, and then uh, Master Preetree's like, "It's quite." awful yeah yo, yoda is like he's like you're awful playing. awful. your playing is awful yeah yeah I, I and i was like say, i need more yeah. jedi just like you know calling out other jedi and yeah. i need more humor in the jedi it's, council it's and i think preacher is a bastion of humor yeah, yeah. Just, I need but that the abandonment as as teaching is interesting right because it's not something i i recommend in real life <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like don't like don't like leave your kid for a day and be like this see this will learn you but like here's the thing from this perspective, he knew that Brie was the linchpin mm-hmm. and he knew that by actually being there, he wasn't, he wasn't helping Brie in the way he thought he was. Right. So it, it, it is a very, like, it, it's such it a was, weird thing where it it's was shocking. It was a complete but, ghosting yeah. though. It was like, yeah, <laughs> says, he says yeah. nothing and just vanishes. Just leaves. But it's clearly what was needed, unfortunately. Right. I don't like, think we're, refle- yeah. Cause it's almost like, if you inject yourself into that re- reflection, the person might just hold a grudge and be resentful. Whereas, yeah. just vanishing, it's going to cause no, them. No, like, and, and it was clearly like sort of disapproving like, them and to... then vanishing. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, like that's a bring in like my whole parenting thing. But like, I have a two and a half year old, and it's just like bedtime's a nightmare occasionally. And like, to try to get her to like sit in bed and read, I'll just be like, well, okay, we're not reading. So I'm going to turn off the light and it's time for bed. And I'm going to leave because you're just clearly ready for bed. And I would never actually do that. Right. So I'm just, it's all about like a a bluff calling, (laughs) which by the way, I'm a, I'm an adult. So I, I win that bluff pretty much every time I wait for the year to be like, Oh yeah, go ahead, daddy leave. And I'll be like, (sighs) damn it. (laughs) But, uh, but like, but you know, in literature and in and in galactic warfare and peacekeeping, <laughs> it seems justified. Yeah. Totally. No, it's it's the lesson. It was just like I disapprove. Now think about it, and I'm leaving. And maybe he sent something yeah, in the force, or maybe it was coincidence. But yeah, um, I don't know. But that's Yoda's life. Like this is the window Kevin Scott gave us into Yoda's life, where it's like, yeah, he just does these things. He's he's always playing the long game. Every person he's touched, he's changed their life. Um, and, yeah. and, and he, at, even at this age, he is prescient enough to know like exactly the lesson he is trying to teach and what he wants to come through to these people. And it's very virtuous yeah. and who he needs to teach, yeah. right? Like he teaches a single person, which changes 
both of these tribes com- entire trajectory yeah. right it's kind of amazing yeah, yeah. And um, has he done this before and will he do this again i assume like, so I imagine probably will. i assume yeah. yeah 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 um i will say i just want to add another uh you know another example of uh covers lie edition. <laughs> um, what did your did you get the alt the variants or did you get no i just have the basic one and the basic one has yoda lightsaber extinguished uh, surrounded by uh, the oh, bad the, guys. Uh, oh, that's right. Right. That bad guys. Uh, never happens. And by the way, I flipped through the entire issue to verify this. He never ignites his lightsaber in all of issue three. And I'm like, come on. I know you guys sell comics, but come, come on. on. Like, but talk about metal yeah. imagery. I think Yoda wields a battle axe for like a few panels <laughs> in <the> first issue <laughs> and then hands it off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he yeah. is running around with a battle axe in his left hand and a right Ooh, lightsaber in his yes. right. And so, like, that alone should be an incentive to go come read this comic. That, like, Join us. That is Boba Fett on a rancor God's right there. <laughs> I feel like, but um, we yeah. do get a we do get a glimpse of what's ahead, and it looks like some Dooku. Uh-huh. Dooku, Dooku, yeah. yeah. I know it's get, it looks lit. So they're gonna time jump out of. So that maybe that maybe plays to your Qui Gon theory, Adam, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I can see that, you know, tying in nicely. You know, I Qui-Gon I weirdly. There was a part of me when that first issue started was like, oh, is he talking to Dooku? Like it actually popped in my brain for a second. Yeah. But I'm like, that's not, no. But like, also, I, like, I, I remember Dookie didn't but, disappear yeah. when he got his head chopped off. No, he's the Sith. He's not. Yeah, yeah. he can't. Yeah. yeah. I always think about fun sort of, like, canon sort of tie-in ideas. And, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the issues we do get ahead, if they are with Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon is, in fact, the voice, I wouldn't be surprised if Yoda is teaching him to be yeah. patient as we, he was in, in the films and sort of, like, yeah. again, yeah, that'll be meditating the during um, Which would also a good tie-in to Obi-Wan. And why Qui Gon takes so long to show up to Obi Wan? Yeah. Not yeah. not why, patience. but like teaching him lesson of just like patience. Like he's not ready yet for you. Right. Like he needs to do his journey. He needs to go through his own journey first. Oh, that's before. an interesting call. It's Qui Gon talking about Obi Wan. That would be wild. Actually, that that's possible. Well, I right? see. I I thought it was Obi Wan because I think Obi Wan's been very patient I, in this time. Yeah, they're waiting. I think Obi Wan's for probably, their uh, yeah. reveal right. or for the return, and uh, it's. I think I think what 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 we could be witnessing here is, is Obi Wan saying, "Look and look, I've been patient, and I think this is the right kid, and I think we we got a chance here, and I think that's that's kind of what I'm feeling out." But again, yep. Obi Wan makes per, uh, Qui Gon makes perfect sense. But again, I think in Clone Wars, he communicates with Qui Gon like towards the end of Clone Wars. Is that right? I believe Wait, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so and it, he seems very uh, accepting of Qui Gon, like just following Qui Gon's words and and, and whoa, not whoa, ignoring him. Like, I could see him ignoring Obi Wan. You know, like uh, I, know. I, I think Qui Gon's Force Ghost is talking to yeah, Yoda, the Yoda. Right? at the yeah, very yeah. Yes. yeah 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 so yeah. I, it's it's interesting that then that's canon, I believe. So it's like yeah. it is. It is. It's it interesting is. that yeah. the voices would chime that's in. Point. And, and he's like, Nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think you're right. I mean, I. I'm more playing devil's advocate, but I, I, if you ask me, like honestly, who do I believe it is? It's it's Obi Wan. That's so funny because really? you okay. just you just brought me over to Qui Gon side. Of my yeah, <laughs> you bring me over to Qui Gon. Yeah, like slowly. Because like, like this is my job. This is my job. I argue yeah. devil's advocate in front of students all day long to try to convince oh, them. I love that. Though. <laughs> their opposite. I know position. my my hat no, is I, pure yeah, tinfoil. Right? It's a strong argument. It's a strong take. Honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. Qui Gon makes perfect. Yo, but what if it's like Qui Gon, but he's talking about Obi Wan? Like he uh, like. Like, like, 
be patient with Obi-Wan. He's going to come around. Like if it was early Dagobah and it's like, you know, cause Obi-Wan took 10 years to communicate with uh, Qui-Gon. Like that's a long time. Sure. And, and Obi-Wan in, in Qui-Gon's yeah. like, no, I'm not reaching out to him till he's ready. And he's like, I'm just going to be patient. And you know, maybe Yoda is restless at that time point by a point in time. I don't know. Sorry. No. I... Interesting that Yoda's like, well, I've spoken to your master. Let me show you how to commune with him like 10 years before Obi-Wan yeah. the series. Yes. And then in Obi-Wan the series, he's like, oh, yeah, my master's out there. Let me try. It is try such again. a bummer when <laughs> you think a pretty of it long that time. way. They just like, yeah, talk to your master. Ten and for years. Ten, ten you can't. years. You he's can't. like, ten years, please, man. please talk to yeah. me. I know you can hear me. Yoda told me. Yoda told me. What are you doing? Yeah. Talk to me. Rad. Uh, could have flown back and forth from Dagobah up to Tatooine a hundred thousand times. <laughs> yeah. Just like, what am I doing wrong here? What am I, what is, what can I do better? Oh man. Good times. Yeah. But great comics so far. Cannot wait to see uh, what Kevin's got. That's so good. The series. Yeah. Uh, Pick the perfect writer for Yoda. He's just doing an incredible job. Yeah. It's, this is a legendary comic I, I, already. I, I love it so much. Uh, um, right on well uh, that was it for this week y'all uh, good times uh, lots of great content we got a double episode of Bad Batch next week which we will talk about and I think that's going to be it maybe uh, some news will pop up maybe it won't we'll see how it goes but um, if you're listening or watching thanks so much uh, and uh, we'll talk to you next week may the force be with you this is grex kondak signing off for the latest breaking news follow at core world news on twitter and instagram thank you and good night remember the force will be with you always